0: Hey everyone, this is Richard coming at you from the future, or the present, or whatever. Anyway, the point is that what you're about to hear is an episode JC and I recorded a few weeks ago, right after Thor Love and Thunder came out in theater, so there might be a few comments in there that sound a bit dated. However, I do hope you enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome to Media Review Pod, a variety podcast of discussions, opinions, and interviews focusing on the entertainment side of media. I am your host, Maximus Orgius. And on the pod today, I have Jealous X. So, if you don't get those references, that's probably because you still haven't seen Thor Love and Thunder. No worries, we are going to do a spoiler-free chat first. Now... All kidding aside, unlike this movie that we're about to talk about. My name is Richard Santiago, and with me is Mr. Marvel himself, JC Chang. Welcome back to the show.
1: Thanks, Richard.
0: Now, JC, this is going to be a pretty free-flowing episode, and I urge you to jump in whenever you feel like it. Just don't wait for any of my cues. If you feel like you want to say something, just say it. Um... And before, Just like the way they made Love and Thunder? Uh, yes. Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Before we start talking about this wonderful, wonderful movie, Thor, Love, and Thunder, let's talk a little bit about Obi-Wan. And I'm talking about the Disney Plus series, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I have made an episode talking about the first three movies Episodes of the show. This was a a Spanish podcast. So I'm sure that you haven't heard it. (laughs) But you still... I think you know my feelings toward the show. The show has ended. I am going to do another Spanish uh, episode. But before I do that, I just thought that we might chat maybe a couple minutes about it. Because I... I've heard mixed feelings online and I have one particular point of view and I I just wanted to take your temperature. You're, you're, you are, I don't know if you, you were more into the prequels um, when you were a kid, but what was your feeling towards this show? And for the folks listening who still haven't seen the show, we are going to be talking about spoilers. So, Brace yourselves, okay. This is your only spoiler warning for Obi Wan Kenobi. All right, take it away.
1: Yeah, I felt like most people, like like most people like me, uh, were excited when they announced Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think after it came out, it was kind of like, okay, I could see kind of why you're doing this, but at the same time, it's like, why are you doing this? You know, it's a story that maybe didn't need to be told. Um, I felt that there were good parts of it that were you know very enjoyable. Any scene with Darth Vader in it, I felt was great. Um, well, except for you know when they were dragging what is it? Obi Wan through the fire, and then for some reason he couldn't use the same force powers to grab onto him when he escaped. So uh, I think it was limited because of the approach they went with the story in terms of what they could do with the characters because you know where they end up, obviously in the later Star Wars films so you couldn't kill off certain characters when it would actually make sense to kill them off mm-hmm. uh, in the situations that they put him in so there's a lot of that plot armor going on um but i think overall it was enjoyable and i can only say that because episode 6 was was pretty awesome um you know i well, at least the part where you know, obi-wan was fighting vader i thought that was pretty 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 cool to kind of see uh, Hayden Christensen's face in the mask and you know with it half broken off, uh, kind of in the vein of how they did in Star Wars Rebels, uh, was pretty cool to see that in live action. And then I didn't realize until it, like going back and looking at that clip that he was actually smiling the whole time, which mm-hmm. is kind of, kind of, kind of devious and kind of shows you how far gone he is as a character. Um, best acting uh, that Hayden Christensen, Christensen has done, I think, in this. In, in the series okay. um, because I could not stand his acting in the prequels, which kind of lessened my enjoyment. Uh, so um, I felt that he was great as Darth Vader. Yeah. Um, loved that they somewhat brought back James Earl Jones for the Vader voice. I don't think anyone else could have done it, even though they did the robotic processing like they did with Luke. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, overall, I thought that it was an okay show. Uh, better than both Bobby Fett. <laughs> As you call it. Uh, but definitely doesn't hit the heights of the Mandalorian. Or the prequels, I should say.
0: Yeah, so <clears throat> um, anything compared to the Book of Bobby, I think, is going to shine. <laughs> because that's a terrible show. Uh, but like, for and this is just personal to me, um, like the Book of Bobby, this show had no reason for existing. Um, Like you said, we already know where these characters end up. There is no intrigue as to whatever happened to uh, Obi-Wan during all these years. I certainly never asked, and the story that they gave me was very boring. Um, I find so many inconsistencies with the plot that I can't wrap my head around it, starting with the fact that Obi-Wan gets a message from Leia in uh, A New Hope, and apparently they have never met. But in this show, they actually had a very uh, enjoyable adventure. Um, uh, Star Wars has already made uh, a movie where you have a character who is grappling with the fact that he has failed, in his quote-unquote mission and that is the last jedi and i think that that story is fully explored there and there's nothing else to mine but it's the same thing we see here with obi-wan he he feels like he's failed and he has um he has ostracized himself he's a hermit He has blocked himself from the force. It's the same beats from The Last Jedi. And we see it here again. And it's just, it's nothing new.
1: So let me ask you a question. You're in charge of Obi-Wan. What would you have done instead?
0: Well, first of all, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even consider making an Obi-Wan series. That's the first Mm -hmm. thing that I would do. I would even, I would not even think about it. This story is done. If we're gonna do something with Obi Wan, um, I think it would be a very interesting character study to see his where he is in in um, in his mindset. Right, he's taking care of Luke from afar. He's left Leia somewhere else. He doesn't even know where she is right now. I well, probably, probably, he knows where she is, but he he can't have access to her because if he starts getting into contact with her, then he risks that other people are going to know that she's a Skywalker as well. Um, I would probably have told, uh, um, uh, uh, the Lars family not to keep the Skywalker name, but whatever. Uh, (laughs) If they want to keep it, that's fine. Um, but I think, yeah, like maybe like a four episode story arc of a a character study of Obi-Wan. Um, maybe maybe one fight in the entire series. Uh, uh, maybe that, that would be something that would satisfy me. Um, but of course, that wouldn't be quote unquote, Star Wars, right? You need lightsabers and all that crap. Um, I don't think the fact that he locks himself off from the force is particularly interesting um, because what's the use? I mean, you're supposed to be there to protect Luke, right? and you're you're not using the force when that's one of your most powerful allies. So that's my take on Obi-Wan.
1: Yeah, I don't know how that would've flown with the uh, Star Wars audience. Four episodes of him just chilling on Tatooine and and uh, seeing him butcher every day.
0: <laughs> well, well not only that, but well, I, I'm I'm okay with maybe having a flashback that would be interesting to explore. Um, yeah.
1: But w- well, it was supposed to be a movie. You know that, right? Yeah. They were going to do an Obi-Wan movie, mm-hmm. and then Solo completely crashed and burned. Mm-hmm. And then they decided not to do it. But Ewan McGregor was still interested, so they did a series instead and dragged out a story, you know, probably three episodes too long. And sprinkled a lot of unnecessary elements in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh- yeah, it's just a waste of time. Just a waste of time, unfortunately. Um, all right. So that's that. How about we get into our feature discussion of Thor Love and Thunder? So Thor, this is Marvel's twenty ninth movie, is ninth. it? Twenty <laughs> It's incredible. Number twenty nine. It's it's uh just think about that. You, did you ever think that we get to number 29? That's the first thing I wanna I wanna know.
1: I thought it's done after five, but you know, like once we get the Avengers, okay. It's all you know, it all goes downhill from here and everything starts sucking and they're not gonna make any more. But uh yeah, number 29. And uh this is after what three movies that made highest grossing of all time openings and so it's it's pretty pretty fantastic
0: yeah and this this movie is coming off of uh, multiverse of madness which i didn't love but it still made a boatload of money right
1: yeah nine point uh, or nine hundred fifty million right now and the only reason it's not you know passing uh, a billion is because it didn't open in china because mm-hmm. of sensors yeah, yeah so if it opened in china it would have easily crossed the billion. well that
0: that and and uh top gun maverick i mean oh, yes I mean, top gun maverick is kind of eating up a bunch of the box office yeah. from that um but anyway anyway so thor love and thunder uh it's directed by taika waititi it's written by Taika Waititi, uh, Jennifer Caton Robinson. And here's a brief synopsis from. Where did I get this one? From IMDb. IMDb. Okay. So it says Thor enlists the help of Valkyrie, Korg, and ex girlfriend Jane Foster to fight Gore, the God Butcher, who intends to make the gods extinct. Uh uh I don't know if he enlists Jane, but okay, sure. Also, I think that's kind of a spoiler if you haven't seen any of the trailers, but whatever. Um so JC, what did you think about this movie?
1: I actually I enjoyed it, which you know <laughs> Okay. Um not everyone did, mm. but I enjoyed it. I think there was a better movie to be made. For sure especially when you're looking at the source material that they were using uh, which was the Jason Aaron Thor comic run, which is super highly regarded in the comic book community okay um for the way you know that gore was portrayed uh and 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 uh, just I felt gore <laughs> to call him the god butcher is is kind of overstating it is. There's not much butchering going on yeah. in this movie, mm-hmm. and had there been more butchering, I think it would have been a fantastic film that you know would have done would have been received a lot better. Okay, but I enjoyed it. I, I actually um, am I allowed to talk about the screaming goats, or is that spoilers? Maybe we'll, we'll 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 well,
0: there are screaming goats. That's it. Don't say anything else. Yes,
1: there are screaming goats. And if, if the Screaming Goats work for you, then you'll like this movie. If they don't, you probably will not enjoy it very much. <laughs> I think that is a good barometer of whether or not this is the movie for you.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, well, first off, I think I enjoyed this one more than Multiverse of Madness. <sighs> um, and that movie, Multiverse of Madness, had a bunch of... At least for me, it had a bunch of baggage that didn't actually pay off. Plus, I couldn't help compare it to everything, everywhere, all at once. So, I mean, it's probably my fault, right? But I think we we can agree that that movie wasn't Marvel's best. I mean, honestly, it wasn't. It wasn't Marvel's best. Uh, this movie, I I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. I don't think it's Marble's best by any stretch of the imagination. I love Ragnarok. I think it is irreverent. I think um, it's it, it takes a dying franchise, which is a Thor franchise, and it kind of injects it with so much liveliness and fun and color and character development that I think um it was in my in my view it was a slam dunk there are a bunch of um comic book purists that just hated it but I I really like that movie Thor Ragnarok I think it had the right amount of comedy the right amount of heart and it moved the story along um this one, Love and Thunder, was um. It was weird because it's taking that same sensibility and just upping it up to thirteen. <laughs> I mean, it's it starts at at ten and then it goes up and up and it. it there there comes a point where you say, all right. I kind of get that you are, that this is this is the movie that you want to make. I, I completely get it. You're just doubling, tripling up on what you did before, and it's just not new. And that was my biggest issue with this movie. It just felt more of the same, but multiplied tenfold, right? Um... And yes, the, like you said, those goats, if, if you're not into that type of thing, then you're probably not going to like this movie. You're right. Um, there are moments that work really well, uh, character moments that work really well. I thoroughly enjoyed the villain. I think it's probably one of the best. I would have loved if we had more time with him. Um. But uh, all in all, I think Marvel was probably stretching itself a little bit with this one, and even though it was an enjoyable movie, I still don't know what the hell is going on with Phase Four. It's just I have no yes. effing clue. I I don't know. I'm yeah. I'm a bit lost. Uh, but whatever. I mean, it it makes it for a a a standalone film, I guess. So, so yeah, so, um, would I recommend watching this movie? It's a Marvel show, so you know what to expect. It's basically the same formula wrapped up in 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 a in a funny gaggy fun type of type of movie um and if you liked Ragnarok this one's fun this one's fun it wasn't great, but it was fun um. And we'll talk about a little bit, well, a lot more <laughs> in spoilers. Uh, so how about how about we do that? Let's go. Let's go into spoilers starting right now. All right. So the first thing I want to say is, I I love a good needle drop. I love it. It it makes it makes for a fantastic movie, but it has to make sense within the plot. It. it Let's take, for example, I don't know if, if, if you've seen it or you've heard it, but in Stranger Things there is a song in this last season that has been played and played and played and played over and over and over again because they they do a fantastic diegetic needle drop in the show and it just makes sense with what's happening in the scene and throughout the show, Right. Here in this movie, for some abstract reason, I don't know if it's that Taika Waititi is obsessed with Guns N' Roses or what, but we get, like, what, four tracks from Guns N' Roses? Just because. Just just because it's it sounds cool, right? And I'm not against it if it's maybe one for an awesome fight scene. Um, Like at the end when the kids are fighting and they throw in that awesome needle drop with with the guitar solo, that's fine. Mm -hmm. You don't have any words there, but the the guitar solo is awesome and it works fantastic with that scene. That's fine. But you start off with Welcome to the Jungle and then Sweet Child of Mine and then so on and so forth. what does this have to do with anything in the movie? Nothing, absolutely nothing. Um, it's not okay. I'll, I'll I'll give you another example. Um, uh, with uh, Marvel. Oh, what's what's her name? Mar- Marvel, Miss. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Captain Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. Captain Marvel. So yeah. So there were a bunch of needle drops there. We can say that's one of the ways that. You can get people into this 90s vibe. Cool, mm-hmm. right? But there comes a point where it's just probably too much. Maybe that last fight didn't really need that song, uh, 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 I'm Just a Girl. Maybe. However, it still makes sense within you know, the plot, right? Because yeah. she, she, it, it, it kind of expresses the way that she's probably feeling, right? Um, ever since she had the accident, you've had uh, the Kree kind of uh, pulling her down and telling her that she has to be better than this or whatever. So it kind of makes sense there, but I, I still think that there were probably too many needle drops in that in that movie. But in this movie, I mean, it kind
1: it of, co- I think that the whole thing is like they really just took Ragnarok and was like, oh, you like this. In the same way that someone says, I like pancakes and serving you pancakes for lunch, dinner, lunch, you know, breakfast, lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things, right? Like the immigrant song in that final fight was totally awesome. That's like, oh, yeah, you like that? Well, we're going to give that to you four times, mm-hmm. five times, you know, mm-hmm. um, which is you. Sometimes you just you can't always give the audience what they want. Otherwise, it's not special. Right. So,
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then there's this kid who wants to be called Axel because of this really cool band that he discovered. Um, yeah, Axel Rose, you know, from Guns N' Anyway. Uh, yeah. It, it, I don't know. It just didn't have anything to do with what was going on in the movie. It's just there because someone likes Guns N' Roses, and that's it. Um, yeah. So I had I had issues with that whole thing um the other big thing that i i i didn't quite like was that they included the guardians of the galaxy in this show for some reason i mean it's it's i get that he has to leave them in order to have his own movie (laughs) uh because he was with them at the end of endgame right but i don't think they had anything to do in this movie uh, just probably the line that uh what he has to
1: be okay with feeling shitty yeah yeah that yeah.
0: he has to be okay with feeling shitty um sure i guess but i don't know it's just I, I i probably my biggest issue is that thor is just a buffoon and he wasn't like that in ragnarok it just feels like they 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 they're doubling and tripling up on all right so thor is funny so we have to make him an airhead idiot and that's, that's yeah. that it, it, i don't know it's just that tone doesn't mesh with me uh, there mm-hmm. weren't enough character moments in this movie for thor for me to say all right well let's well, makes sense <sighs> um and i like funny Thor yeah i like funny thor it, I, i'm not i'm not against funny thor it's just it, he's just an idiot there the that entire uh uh beginning that sequence in the beginning where he's not even aware that he destroyed the the temple come on come on no but um
1: yeah i mean in in thor ragnarok i mean he had his idiotic moments he was like it's a friend for what you know like that part yeah but um, that's that's a natural but, reaction yeah but he also did have like the moments like where he was talking with banner about like quantum physics too so which is like okay uh, you have this you know scene showing that he's smart too and and he right. uh, has a deeper understanding of you know how space works than your typical human mm-hmm. uh, so they didn't have any of that. I mean, they just doubled down on the dumb jock, you know, big buff guy who who is kind of dumb type of deal.
0: Exactly. Um, I, I I liked his character beats when, when they were in um, their version of Mount Olympus where he's, he's talking to Zeus and he's saying, look, if we don't do this... We're gonna die. You know, those those character beats, they work really well. Um yeah. and then you have you have that moment with Jane and, and the ship where they're just talking lovey dovey stuff. And those are cool uh, uh um, character beats. Um it's at its
1: best. This movie's at its best when it slows down. Yeah.
0: Yeah, when it's quiet and, and it takes its time to do stuff and not show me all these flashy stuff with Guns N' Roses music in the background. Um,
1: and screaming goats
0: Yeah. And for some reason, Zeus is really into orgies. Uh, <laughs> which I kind of, you know, I, I, I get where that comes from. But...
1: It's uh, not a Taika Waititi movie unless orgy is mentioned. <laughs> um,
0: and then what? 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 Oh, the other thing is, Jane feels a bit shoehorned in this story. Um. Murlin Murlin Mer, Mer, what's how do you? Meow meow. Mew, yeah, meow meow. Meow Or you can say Though Mjolnir apparently calls to her, um, and all this time I thought she didn't she read that it gave her powers or some shit like that, that it would make her better, and that's why she went to get it.
1: Well, I mean, Dar- so Darcy gives her the idea that you know you you have the yeah no no but okay okay so so
0: Jane, Jane is. After she talks to her uh the other guy on yeah. on Facetime, um she hears something and she goes and gets the book and opens it up on the on the on the page right and the, and that says that the hammer mm-hmm. will give her powers or make her better
1: or- the vitality life and something like that yeah. it says it says that line, yeah. I don't think it specifically says it'll make you better. It's just that. No, no, I'm just paraphrasing. You know, give
0: yeah, these things, right? Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But then apparently it does the opposite because it makes her feel better, but it's sucking away her life force, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. It was great to see Natalie Portman with her guns out, you know. But um, but yeah, I. I I don't know. I it's probably I was probably expecting it more to be in the line of Ragnarok. This was just probably three times too much. <laughs> uh I enjoyed it. I I and to 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 the goats thing. I don't mind the goats, but it's just it's a joke that has been played and has been memed so many times that it was just not funny. It wasn't funny. I don't think I ever laughed out loud in this movie, because I laughed out loud in, in watching Ragnarok.
1: Mm.
0: And this movie was just so stupid. There were s- so many stupid moments, so many ridiculous moments, that they were unfunny. Um. And even even having the Guardians of the Galaxy there, they weren't even fun. It, it, I don't know. I. I didn't feel yeah, they seem like boring downers. Right. Yeah.
1: Which is I don't know. It's yeah, it's not uh, <clears throat> like it's it's weird when you have the guardians be the grounded guys doing the work and then Thor just comes in and be you know, it's like the jester. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird dynamic. Um yeah, I you know one thing I did like though that I've always wished that you know we had seen, but finally we did see it is uh the flashback of the Jane and Thor relationship and what exactly happened, mm-hmm. I actually enjoyed that. I think it was also because it slowed things down again and you know, made it kind of be drawn back into real life. Um, but what I did not like with that and a lot of scenes was Korg narrating it. <clears throat> I feel like that kind of took it away from it a little bit. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't like Korg in this movie. I don't know about you.
0: Yeah, he feels like I feel like uh, there's too much core. Yeah. He feels Mm -hmm. like a third or fourth wheel. He's he's kind of been he's dragged along. There's nothing core to his existence within the group.
1: I almost wish he was killed off. I think that would have been like a very emotional moment, you know. And then like really gave Thor his drive. But I also wish that all those guys were killed off by Gore the God Butcher. Because that would have really showed the God butching, mm-hmm. And that's what I expected. Yeah, um, I know they wanted to kind of not, I guess, I don't know. Maybe they want to go big whole CGI action scene. Or maybe they didn't have the money for it. I don't know. Or time for it. They certainly had the money for it. M- movie cost $250 million. Mm-hmm. But I-, I wanted to see him kill some more gods. And maybe like, I felt like he, the whole eternity thing, where his grand plan was, was revealed way too, it was two it was expositions. Too much exposition to do that. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see him kill more gods and then slowly re- like formulate this plan along the way. Mm. Versus like them finding out via some drawings.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah. like I said, I think I think it, this is a movie that probably could have used 10-15 minutes more. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been a fantastic. Movie and brought it to the next level, um, but no, I, I I don't know if I agree with you that Jane feels shoehorn I think that she could have been the focus more. Uh, I, I I expected full on to come in and be like, okay, this is a Jane movie and Thor's kind of you know just like a a supporting member, but it definitely was a Thor movie and Jane was more supporting. Um, but she still provided that emotional center for him. I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what works in, in the movie. Um. Yeah. When wh- when I when I say shoehorn, I mean her her. Her just being there, feels mm. like the, the writers just needed. Somehow to bring her in, and that's the way they bring her in. Um, but I agree that she she is, his his focus, her his center. Um. Yeah. She she is the one that kind of um. Brings him back to being from ridiculous uh, uh airhead Thor back to, you know, hero Thor. Um yeah.
1: and- Now you want to talk about a character who actually didn't need to be there. Valkyrie didn't need to be there. She totally just felt like someone who was tacked on. Mm. Right? Well, I mean, what- like, she has some cool stuff to do. And, you know, she had the pep talk for Jane and all that. But... I don't know. I felt like she was so underutilized, especially given you know how much she was used with within Ragnarok. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Well, she um, didn't have that Bluetooth speaker. She was treated so. Right. She what? She had that Bluetooth speaker. So.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There you go. She (laughs) treated the needle drops, which are too many.
0: Uh, I I agree with with the butcher. I think. I think Christian Bale did a really good job.
1: Oh, fantastic. One of the best Marvel villains, I would yeah. say. Like yeah. in terms of acting, you know, the, the acting.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. His design was incredible. Um I think the way that he starts degrading throughout the film is is very well done. Um but I agree that if if they were to give as much importance to his story as they did to um let's say a thanos uh i think i think that his story would have been um more complete and even though at the end we do still understand where he's coming from and we and we get how he um he repents from what he's done um I think it would have been a lot more powerful to have seen him devise the plan and um and yeah do do the butchering you know cuz cuz we we just see him kill what like one or two gods right and that's it yeah. the, the rest we hear about it right we we see we see videos of his devastation but we don't really know how um, how dangerous this guy is, or what he's capable of doing. Right? We just see the aftermath, and yeah, I think exactly. I think it would have been great to to have maybe explored that a little bit more and be more with him, you know. Because I'm pretty sure that in his moments of 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 quiet, where he's just alone thinking to himself, um, we would have seen some trickle of his past, quote unquote, humanity. Right? Why is he doing this? Because he yeah. he wants to he wants to uh, do the eternity thing. He wants to make his wish. Blah 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 blah. So maybe fifteen more minutes with this character would have been would have been great.
1: Um, and one editing change I probably would have made was yeah. I would not have put that flashback with him and his kid in the very beginning. I would have put that probably later on, you know, like in those quiet moments that you were talking about, maybe he's by himself or maybe when he's trying to scare the crap out of the kids that he's captured, he can tell that story. Like, Cause he actually says, you know, I had a daughter like you all once or something and then like, you know, go into it and be like, Oh, snap. I think mean, that would have had a lot more impact.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I also have an idea that probably I, I would have wanted to see maybe his original motivation just be, I want my daughter back from eternity but he's willing to kill all these gods just to do it. You know, I think that would have really turned the whole villain thing on its head on its head a little bit. I know like some people like the whole oh, they just want to see someone be a villain for villain's sake. I'm definitely not one of them. Mm-hmm. So I would have liked that to be as an original motivation. I don't I, instead of having like them to convince him, oh, you can bring your daughter back. But granted, I think they did it pretty well there where, you know, sh- they, they explained why he didn't want to do it because he wouldn't be there to take care of her. Um, but, and then having Jane convince him, well, Thor's going to take care of your daughter. So, <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: All right. Um, what'd you think about the, the credits, uh, stingers, the post-credits stingers. So the first one, remember that. the first one shows yes. Zeus, uh, saying that he wants revenge, Right.
1: Yeah, another person to survive after being stabbed in the stomach. Right. Actually, he was stabbed in his heart this time.
0: Um. So, but yeah, he's a god. So can't yeah, be Yeah, There you right? go. Um. And then, so he's talking to his son Hercules, right? Yeah. And he's saying that he wants revenge. So is this maybe a setup for? I uh, I don't know. Uh, Cause like I said before, I don't know what Phase Four is. I mean, this this, is, this yeah. has been such a mess that I don't, I don't even know how to make it whole. I mean, yeah. these the past phases have had I don't know some congru some and it they made they, they just made sense. You you probably knew where it was going you had you had an inkling of all right well this is leading to here and this other thing is leading to there even with Guardians of the, Va- of the Galaxy which was a movie that had nothing to do with Iron Man or the Hulk or anything like that it still made sense within this universe that they were building but these well, pa- introduced the
1: infinity stone
0: Right exactly Yeah but these past okay so let's 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 start with um with WandaVision all right some of that some paid off with multiverse of madness i i i think it did a terrible job doing it but all right so that kind of that kind of uh tracks but then you have loki and i don't know uh Uh, Nothing nothing from Loki showed up in Multiverse of Madness. And you have the Winter Soldier and and, and then the the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Nothing has paid off from that. Um, Miss Marvel. I haven't seen the show, but I'm assuming that nothing has come from that, right? Uh, Black Widow. Huh? Uh, Shang-Chi. Who? Uh and now this and it's just I don't know what's going on. Oh, I forgot. I forgot um what's his name? Um Let's get this. What's what's his name? Uh um
1: Are you talking about the Eternals one or
0: Oh, also. Oh, yeah, we had Eternals as part of Phase 4, yeah. right? No, I'm talking about yeah. uh, uh uh um Poe Poe Dameron, his show. Oh Moon Knight. Yeah. Moon night. Moon yeah. night. So
1: I- Yeah, there's a lot of open threads. And it's actually unprecedented. And I didn't realize this until I got into like one of those writer arguments with someone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that I started looking back, right, at like how the threads were woven in like phase one, each of the phases. Mm-hmm. In phase one immediately you had nick fury come out and say hey i want to talk to you about the avengers initiative to tony stark mm-hmm. and boom immediately you knew they were building to the, uh, to the avengers and right after that they announced the avengers was going to happen you know? so you know that was happening phase two uh, very i think it was right after avengers they said we're going to do another avengers <clears throat> and then iron man 3 was more standalone <clears throat> excuse me iron man 3 was more standalone and then you had, I forgot what was right after that, Thor of the Dark World, which immediately goes back into, like it it, it, it teases Guardians of the Galaxy immediately. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it also sets up the Ether as Infinity Stone, right? And then Captain America Winter Soldier had a direct scene that leads to Age of Ultron with, you know, Wanda Maximoff and Pietro Quicksilver. So all of that was already threaded. And then in this, in f- Phase 3 was announced before a single movie was made so you knew where everything was headed because you saw that teaser of like the infinity gauntlet and Thanos with it. And so you you, like, it was all very clear. This is the first time though. We don't know where it's headed. Although, I mean, I think that becomes clear soon and that becomes less of an issue uh, in two weeks at comic-con, which I think they're going to lay out the roadmap and be like, Oh, we're going to be doing this big old movie, bring everyone together. Mm. Um, You know, if they don't, then, then people are really going to, I think people will start losing interest. Unfortunately, um, and it doesn't help that, you know, within eight months you've had three movies that have not been very well received or, or had mixed reception. Um, so I don't know. I, I think Black Panther really needs to knock it out of the park and start tying back into that bigger picture that they're building, right? Mm-hmm. Um multiverse of madness, the more I think about it, probably needed to be more of that more than a Doctor Strange movie. You know. Um I can see that okay they want to do a doctor strange sequel but it really needed to have a lot more than that need to tie into kang you know that we saw in loki it needed yep. to tie into some of the other multiverse stuff that we were seeing um and maybe even mention a little bit of uh of the dimension with the uh, within shan chi like is that a alternate reality is that a dimension you know start tying things together when yeah. we never got any of that yeah right um so which i think uh, uh, people think that the criticism for dr for strange and a lot of people were saying oh there's not enough cameos well no the bigger problem is a you didn't have enough multiversal mat- of, of madness <laughs> uh, n- not enough of of uh, the actually bringing together of these story threads and uh it was a missed opportunity i felt mm-hmm. especially with like your big may movie after so many properties have already come you know so hopefully black panther does that or at least to some extent i don't know but um, okay. at the same time i do Look, want it to to I, be I, its own standalone story as well yeah, so I, don't I don't
0: i don't mind that black panther is if if it's going to be a standalone movie i don't mind it um just because i'm interested in 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 that story focused on mm-hmm. wakanda or whatever they're going to do i i don't need for that movie to tie into anything larger than it then it will well i don't know i'm i'm assuming that it won't um i don't mind that it doesn't because it even even when when the previous one kind of tied into it it was still a very contained movie and it's and it works fantastic by its by itself on its on its own um mm-hmm. however you have thor and 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 Doctor Strange and Wanda and Loki who have had these intertwined things before, right? And nothing's kind of nothing's coming together. So if if they said, "All right, we're not going to do any more of these big coming together things and we're just going to do standalone movies within the same universe, but they don't have to tie into anything." I would be fine with that. But the fact that they've said this all ties into one big thing, it's kind of like, so, all right, so I'm kind of getting maybe bored with all this stuff that I'm watching that I'm probably expecting. You tease Kang and you you haven't used it, you haven't used him in, in what, almost a year? I'm not sure if I'm into... This whole phase 4 any anymore, I don't, I don't know if I even care. I used to care when I saw Wandavision and Loki, but now I don't know. It's kind of boring. So,
1: well, you don't know where it's headed.
0: It does okay. If if the stories that they were giving me were as compelling as the ones in in Phase three, mm-hmm. then maybe I would be more yeah. engaged but these stories are eh, they're okay they're, but mostly as, for example multiverse of madness was super boring i think it was a terribly boring movie um and and this one it was okay it's fun but it it just gets old fairly quickly and then when it's all said and done you go all right so i watched this kind of fun movie but it was kind of empty okay it didn't have
1: it's kind of like watching a dc dc movie honestly both multiverse
0: wow i think that's the biggest wow that's a big i mean like that's a big statement
1: we talked about this before aquaman was fun right i mean i enjoyed aquaman but it was just fun it didn't you know make me feel things it didn't i mean I, okay, I would say that Thor 11 Thunder resonated with me more, you know, with, with definitely like the, the cancer and all that tucked my heartstrings more than Aquaman did. But in the end, it was it's I kind of got the same feeling like it wasn't something that I wanted to, I don't know, I was like, oh, I really want to watch this again, you know, which like a lot of the phase three movies, like, you know, Captain America Civil War. That was a movie I wanted to go back and watch again because it really, really like gets into the emotion of these characters, right? Mm-hmm. You make you you care about this conflict that's happening uh, between you know Cap and Iron Man because it's it's very emotional and it's very human, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I felt that I I, I don't know I, I I haven't felt that way since well really Endgame, right? I mean you know watching Tony Stark die. Um, and, and everything else that came with that movie, with him and reconciling with his father, there needs to be more of that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think Thor tried to do a little bit, a bit of that, and, and that, you know, like the whole relationship, showing how things were good, and then it kind of devolves later. I and mean, That was very human, right? So Multiverse Madness definitely didn't have that human element, I felt. I think mean, they tried it with Wanda and wanting her kids and, and those emotional beats, but in the end, you know, you knew it was the dark hole so that you couldn't really empathize as much with her. Mm. So I think there needs to be more of that, you know, telling a story that's compelling, but also that resonates with people. Um, The Netflix, or sorry, not the Netflix, the D plus shows have done a much better job at that than the movies have. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah,
0: I agree. I agree. Yeah. Well, even um, Eternals had some of that woven into it, you know, had some of that emotion, had some of those character beats, even, even when that movie is kind of boring, I, I, I... Yeah, but
1: a lot of it was was unearned, though. I don't
0: know. No, well, and, and you probably feel like it's unearned because this is the movie where we get to know these characters and we haven't spent enough time with yeah. them. And I get that. I get that. I'm not saying Eternals is great. I'm just saying I think it did a better job of conveying these, these character beats, these emotions that mm. you're talking about, better than the last two movies that we've seen. And if we, if we aren't able to connect with these characters, the way that we were doing in those first three phases, I don't, I don't feel like the stakes are being laid out. I don't feel like the stakes are big enough. I don't even know what the stakes are right now. You know, by the end of, of Loki, I kind of, I, th- I thought I knew, right. Yeah. The, the whole timeline is going to be messed up. Um, And probably Wanda's gonna have something to do with this. And, you know, we gotta fix this. We gotta fix the timelines. Um, Everyone that we knew is probably dead or some versions of them have disappeared. You know, the stakes are huge there, right? And now this big, bad Kang is around and we don't even know what he's capable of. We've heard that they are more terrible than the version that we've seen. And then we get these other movies that don't bank on that and i i'm left with thinking well wh- why am i watching these movies why wh- what is so interesting about the stakes that were given in these last two movies that will make me say all right well i kind of get where you guys are going and i want to see more and I hope that this and that doesn't happen because then the stakes are going to be huge and I'm going to miss this character if he or she dies. And... But right now, I'm not attached to anybody. You know, and this movie made me yeah. care even less about Thor. He's he's such a nothing burger in this movie that, I don't know, I kind of wish that the butcher was still alive. I felt a lot more for him than I did for for Thor or Jane. Um hmm so I don't know I think this love affair with Marvel is kind of kind of waning kind of like Jane and, and and Thor's relationship I, I hope that they can I think bring we it say all that now
1: him. but I think once we have a clearer picture I think we'll be excited again I don't know it just it kind of it, it kind of reminds me of like the period leading up to what the Infinity War trailer everyone was so frustrated that, oh, where's this trailer? You know, we really want to see it. And everyone, you know, there are all these memes and crap like that. And then, like, obviously the trailer came out. Everything was fine. You know, everyone got really excited and all that. Um, so I, I think I think it's a temporary state. I hope it's a temporary state. It could, yeah, maybe I, not. I if the next movie is, if, if Black Panther isn't great, oh, man, there's going to be some really long-term impact, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, because then you're, you now you have four movies, if you don't count No Way Home in a row where you're, it's just not resonating with audiences, it's not doing well, or at least it's 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 no longer of the tier that you expect of Phase Three, hmm. then people might then the brand is going to start getting hurt. If not, if not hurt, alright, I think it, I think it's 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 there's some damage has been done to the brand. Obviously, and not everything's a sure thing with Marvel anymore, um, but they just have to make one movie, it knocks it out of the park, and then the headlines would say, "Marvel returns to form." That's no. all it is. Maybe even the next movie—I don't know. I think they can still recover. Maybe even a Black Panther is just okay, but—but
0: but uh, look, okay, all right. So thinking like, back, thinking back, movies that weren't awesome. So the first Thor,
1: Thor: of The Dark World,
0: was, eh, yeah. okay. But then Thor: The Dark oh, World. Oh, hey,
1: I actually like the first Thor, man. It's fine. I mean, well, I compare it
0: to the the first Avenger and to Iron Man and it's not, it's just not great. It's compared to those two, it's not great. However, compared to the Dark World, it's a masterpiece because the Dark World is just a terrible movie. Um, but I never felt what I'm, what I think I'm feeling right now where I don't really care. Um. Even after Ant Man, which is another movie that is fine, it's it's funny, it's it's very lighthearted, and and it doesn't really have much to do with what came before. Still, it was a very enjoyable movie, um, and I wasn't thinking, oh, I don't know what Marvel's up to now. I think I think they kind of they're probably gonna mess up. I wasn't I wasn't thinking about that now it's not that i'm thinking that they're going to mess up but it's just it hasn't been as compelling as before and i and i start questioning what their entire purpose is right now um should they maybe take a break from i i'm, I'm sure they won't cuz they need to keep keep this uh this machine going especially for disney plus but should they take a break and maybe not make so many movies within the year space them out a little bit um and maybe have something that doesn't have anything to do with the mcu i don't know i don't know I i i feel like this phase four has something missing uh and i just can't pinpoint it
1: yeah yeah i i also feel like it's a byproduct of oversaturation you just have too much content yeah that is available so in the normal in normal times or like in phase three times let's let's assume that you know last year was the kickoff what was it last year that was kickoff of, of phase four when did black Pan- or when did black widow come out oh wow june 29th, 2021 it's only been a year ago but it feels like it's been so long because there's so much content that's come out already right it's probably like Three times more content than you would get within your one-year time frame. Mm. Loki also came out, I think, in that in June of last year. But we've had so many hours of, of Marvel, and just feel that it's not going anywhere. I think in Phase Three time, this would only be two movies, like you'd probably get two, three movies a year, and that's it. Right. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't have the answer either. But I think I hope that, like, I, like I said, if once you get the plan, you know where things are headed, then it starts to be more enjoyable again. We kind of start to see how everything fits in, you know, to the grander plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but so maybe that was, maybe it does need to tie into something bigger because that was always the novelty of these Marvel movies. Right. And Which isn't, is, isn't, one movie was always a, a piece of that puzzle.
0: And it, it, isn't it then the fact that it's kind of wearing thin, you know, something that was novel in the beginning. It's just, it's the norm now. It's what they do right
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean it, there's also that attrition factor, right, which is um, and you always can't keep up to the velocity of of doing new and fresh things. So at some points it's just going to get stale. Mm. I think a big part of it too is this year there's just been so many you know or at least two great movies that have kind of broken the mode, at least for me personally on what I would want in a movie, right or what I want it from a theater experience that I feel like Marvel, Expose some of the 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 the, the um, weaknesses of Marvel. Top Gun, very grounded, completely human, uh, fantastic story, fantastic action, everything. It, it was it was the it, it, everything was uh, was done practically. It was the anti-Marvel movie if you think about it. Hmm. Everything everywhere all at once. It shows another way to kind of explore like this multiversal concept, which is the the core of Phase Four. So you start to you know see it's like oh man there are these fantastic other ways to do these movies. It doesn't have to be the Marvel way. Versus before, I think Marvel has been kind of the only player within that space. Because DC, you know, just shot the bed, right. <laughs> quite frankly, right? Yeah. But I, 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 so I think just to kind of close it up, I feel like, I don't know, I feel, feel like it is kind of feeling listless and directionless right now. But mm-hmm. we'll see where, we, where it is in two weeks. You know, at Comic-Con, I think they're going to lay out the grand plan think everyone's going to get excited again we'll see hopefully we'll see
0: all right well anything else you'd like to add to this conversation before we wrap it up
1: no i think that's about it again i think black panther has a lot riding on it now because you know you've had three movies that haven't that haven't been universally loved as is always a, usually a case with marvel so um we'll see there's a lot of anticipation riding on it i think um I think Ryan Coogler will be able to live up to, to the challenge. Uh, but of course it's always going to be difficult, you know, now that they don't have Chadwick and he was a really big part of what made these movies compelling was his performance and the heart that he brought to T'Challa. Um, so I don't know what they, they're going to do with the character, um, anxious to see, but I also don't know what actors left can, can kind of have the same pedigree as him. So it'll be interesting on, um, on the performance level and as a, as a movie, how it, it's going to be going to be uh, received as well.
0: All right. Well, that is it. JC, where can people find you or your thoughts on social media?
1: Uh, They care to Twitter at Jerry JC Chang. And yeah, hit me up and tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm right. Love to hear from you.
0: All right. And you can find us on Twitter at Media Review Pod. That's Media R E V U E Pod. And you can send us emails with questions, comments, and suggestions to Media Review Pod at gmail.com. Or you can leave a voice message by calling 407 603 5847. Please don't forget to subscribe to our feed. Rate and review the pod with five stars because that actually does help us somehow. You know, it brings up the pod to your search engines or whatever but yes please five stars and i know that an invitation from the gods to participate in an orgy might be tempting (laughs) so just relax drink it all in and of course don't forget to breathe till next time have a good one Bye bye